For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. All right, Rob, breaking news. So, you know, while while you guys are li- while you guys are listening to this, while while you guys are listening to this, um I'm going to play this at the beginning. So, obviously, you'll hear our reaction after, but we just recorded an episode about lefty options the Giants could bring in um, do's and don'ts who we think that realistically they can bring in. And we had mentioned Alex Wood. He was one of those starters tonight. So I'm guessing this took place while we were recording. Um, the Giants signed Alex Wood, <laughs> a, a one-year, $3 million deal. Um, and, again, we, we did mention uh, a possibility of bringing him in. I thought he would get signed to a three-year deal. I think you'll hear eventually in this upcoming next episode or whatever. But, uh, yeah, kind of weird. So, uh, Rob, give us your quick thoughts on Alex Wood. Yeah, you know, they got him for one year, $3 million, uh, with the possibility of six, another, another $3 million with uh, incentives and, and all that. But, yeah, uh, I think this was the uh, safest option on the board. You know, I didn't mention this in our previous recording, but, you know, Farhan does have links to him, you know, in LA. So they do, uh, it is a bit of a better match made in heaven than I, than I thought, but yeah, <laughs> I, I was hoping, uh, yeah, I think we were hoping for a guy like Hamels and it still might happen. You know, a, you know, a higher end guy, you know, Wood is coming off some shoulder troubles last year and, you know, that is what it is, but that seems to be Farhan's uh, MO. I mean, signed Drew Smiley last year coming off, uh, coming off injury. And so, yeah, I'm not, the more I think about it, the, you know, I'm not really surprised, you know, I completely overlooked that, you know, they had links in, in LA from four, three, four years ago. So yeah. Uh, it sounds like he's going to start, like there's no, swing shit going on like he's not going to the pen like I had uh kind of threw out there earlier like he he could go back and forth it sounds like he's gonna be a back-end guy in the rotation so yeah here we here we go that's that's one lefty we have a fucking lefty we have a lefty and here's the thing we're we're still gonna put out the one we just recorded because like Robbie said 
Um, there's an opportunity that the Giants can bring in another one because he is the only one that is solidified in the rotation and the Giants can use another one. Here's, here's a po- I'm going to stay positive about this. Um, and trust me, I wasn't against it anyways, but uh, it's one year. It's, it's three mil, which is nothing for a guy that at, at 30 years old, you know, if he's healthy, he, he's had some shoulder in, uh, uh, problems the last year or two. Uh, but if he's healthy, he can actually pitch at a pretty high level. So if the Giants can get a guy to come in and, and pitch above average to, you know, be the middle back end of their rotation, then I'm all for it and I'm excited about it. Especially, hey, he's got a, he could double his salary with incentives, which means, hey, go perform. And so this is a showcase contract. Um, so I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I'm glad this happened. And it, it's kind of funny that this broke literally right when we were recording talk about it. so um <laughs> alex wood welcome to the giants we're excited to have a lefty maybe we'll go get another one and so what we're gonna do is uh we're gonna air our normal episode right after this so you're gonna hear this and then an intro and then we're gonna go into it so alex wood one year three mil to the giants and uh here we go Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Follow Rob on Twitter at Say Hey Rob. Make sure you are subscribed and following on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to be notified when a new episode is released. And also make sure you are joined on Giants Chatter on Facebook. Uh, it is Thursday, January 14th. And Rob, how's it going? Thursday, January 14th. And still no action in the free agent pool. Very boring. What the hell is going on? But other than that, I'm doing great. But, you know, this is supposed to be the most exciting time of the year outside of Christmas. It is, and we're only three weeks removed. But, <laughs> but you know, you're right. And we've had, we've had this discussion kind of on the side in our, in our texts and stuff. Like, um, when is baseball going to officially, you know, make some decisions on either scheduling or like rules. Like it's, it's really affecting the free agency market this off season. It is. And I think a lot of it is kind of due to the uh, pending of the vaccine that's out there and owners want to hold off and try to get butts in those seats and you know how it is. And I can't blame them. Yeah. But I don't want a May start. You don't want a May start. Nobody does. Just, just, you know, if we can start on time and then maybe have fans in the seat or like you just said, butts in the seats by mid-season, maybe June, July, I'm all for it. Let's do it. I'm for that too. And it really does. It sucks for the players, especially these older guys who are just kind of in a freeze in, in that limbo phase. But yeah, yeah. it is what it is. You know, everybody's dealing with it. I just, you know, the the number one thing that sticks out to me is, you know, obviously last year we had the universal DH, you know, mm-hmm. which means it's for both leagues. And then we were hearing that 
it's probably going to go back to the old rules for this year, which means no DH for the National League. But, like, it was never confirmed or anything. Like, am I wrong on that? It's still not confirmed, correct? No, even now. And think of guys like... Nelson Cruz? Nelson Cruz. Isn't he a free agent? Yeah. Guys like Like, that and Wilmer Flores last year who thrived as a DH. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's not a free agent, but, but guys like that where they don't know what roles they could potentially have on teams right now. And that Correct. sucks for agents. It sucks for owners. I mean, it sucks for everybody. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of putting handcuffs on GMs from being able to move forward with what they want to do this season. And um, I, I, I'll be honest, I, I'm generally an anti DH NL guy. Um, but it was, I, I get it. Like it was kind of refreshing seeing it on your own team this year for my point of view. And um, it does, it gives guys like Wilmer Flores an opportunity to be in the lineup. He's no, you know, defensive great, um, but he had a great hitting season. And, um, you know, if there is no DH this year, he's going to be struggling to find ABs. And I want him in the lineup, to be honest. So um, I wish they would just, MLB would kind of just come out and, and make a decision on whether the designated hitters can be around or not for the NL this year. Same here. And how Farhan seems to evaluate players over the years, guys like Max Muncy, who didn't have a position when he signed with the Dodgers, you know, players like that, you know, it really makes the Giants a little more flexible if that DH is available with the way they, they view their, their talent. So I kind of, I'm with you. Like, I've always been against it, but, you know, it didn't suck seeing it. You know, it grew on me a little. Last year. It grew on me. Yeah, it did. So, I, I'm not I'm not 100% opposed to it as I used to be, or as I used to be. So, I'll um, do what I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so do I. So do I. Uh, just a reminder, the Say Hey Podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, Head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories located on the corner of Maine and Yosemite in Manteca. Visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Okay, so a couple episodes ago, I think it was episode 11, we did free agent options for the Giants, and um, I think we both had a pretty fun time doing that um, looking at who could realistically come in and be fits for the Giants so today we're kind of going in that direction again except a little further we're going to be more specific because um, there's been a lot of talk this week on social media especially Twitter uh, because Scott Harris said the other day the Giants will be um, bringing in a left-handed starter in the foreseeable future I think he word for word I think he said in the upcoming weeks um which, you know, we were talking about this on that episode and who we really hammered home was I wanted um, them to look at James Paxton, Paxton and Cole Hamels. Uh, and as of yesterday, it was like officially out there that the Giants are interested in Cole Hamels. And um, your guy was uh, Jose, Jose Quintana, Quintana, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's who that's who you would like to see the Giants go after. So what I thought we would do is is I, I gathered nine names, left-handed starters only, no righties. This is all the Southpaw segment, uh, which, Rob, I know you love since being a Southpaw yourself. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, I figured we'd, we'd go down this list here and we'll say we do or we don't want them. And are they a realistic option for the San Francisco Giants? So are you ready to get into this? I'm ready to get into this. Okay. So this is no particular order. This is just nine random names. Um, first one available uh, is John Lester. Okay, John Lester is 37 years old, freshly 37 years old. Um, he's coming off a three and three season, 12 starts, 5.16 ERA, and uh, only had 42 strikeouts in 61 innings. Uh, his previous contract with the Chicago Cubs was signed in 2015. Uh, that was the year after he was done with with the A's in that wild card appearance. Six years, $155 million. So about 25.8 on average. And I, I say the average because I'm not saying he's, he's obviously not going to get another contract like that, but it kind of gives us an idea of like, okay, this is what he was making last year on average, um, moving forward into uh, what he could be doing, you know, moving forward. And I believe, was he bought out? Or no, he was not. I'm sorry. I think he actually did. He did finish his contract. He had a, a buyout that was one year, 10 mil. Yeah, he, he played it out though. Correct, correct. So we know what John Lester uh, is capable of. Uh, of. He's had a long career. Uh, Robbie, give me your thoughts on John Lester and coming to the Giants. Well, I mean, at this point, you know, he's still pretty durable, I'd say. You know, he's a gamer. Like, I mean, I'm looking at the positives here. You know, he stays out there for the most part. Logs innings, you know, he gets – but he's just at the point in, in his career where, you know, he has just slowly and steadily declined, I, I guess you, you can say. And I don't know. Like, Farhan's really big on those uh, little one-year show-me contracts, which, you know, so am I. Especially if you're a guy like Lester, who isn't coming off, you know, great performances these last few years, it's 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 a possibility, you know, they could bring him in and uh, have him showcase himself for a year, or and if the Giants aren't contending, you know, at the deadline, trade him to a contender and maybe re-sign there. But I I don't see it personally. I know they were connected to him very, very, very early. I'm talking like November. That was one, like one of the first names you, you heard come out once baseball ended was Lester and the Giants. I remember, and we all were like, "No, no, not <laughs> this." So I'm, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Um, here's a positive about John Lester, and and you touched on it. He's durable. Um, he stays healthy for the most part. I mean. Since two thousand, so so basically his whole tenure in Chicago with the Cubs, um, he never really was injured. The 2015, 32 starts, 32 starts, 32, 32, 31 in 2019, and then this last season he had 12, um, which is probably about tied for the lead with many guys um, for the shortened season. But so he stays healthy. Uh, he doesn't blow you away with his arsenal. Um, he's not a huge strikeout guy. Um, but he stays healthy. Again, he's 37. He's probably going to get a two-year deal, I feel, for probably $20 million, so like 10 per. I don't know. I may be low-balling that. Um, 
he had a good 2018. He went 18 and six and had a 332 ERA. That's true. But he, he did have that one diamond year right there. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I I think you and I feel the same. I don't I don't know if there's anything we can pinpoint to regarding John Lester why we don't like him, but we just don't like him. And and I don't I don't want him either. Um, is he a realistic option for the Giants? Maybe. Financially, um, he is. He he could be. He could be a two-year guy, um, maybe for a third option at 40, but I, I'm not seeing it. Um, so, I don't know. That one's kind of up in the air. Um, but I think we both agree we do not want John Lester. My biggest knock on him at this point, too, is for pitchers, it's a strikeout league now, and he doesn't have strikeout stuff. He, you know, correct. He, he pitches to contact. I know Oracle's a, still big compared to other parks but now it's just kind of over it and when's the last time he picked off somebody at first base oh god i don't know i don't think he ever has <laughs> yeah never like that's the thing about john lester is he never picks off anybody um which is insane uh so okay so we're nose on john lester uh Sorry, realist john. realistic maybe that's i i don't have a yes or no on that um next guy up cole hamels okay and this one is uh the one that's getting some traction lately um cole is uh 37 as well they're like 11 days apart actually that's crazy i'm looking at the birthdays right now um (laughs) he was it, it really is actually he was in atlanta last year uh making uh 18 mil was his contract but um his adjusted salary was down to uh 6.6 so but full season he would have made 18 million dollars last year uh it was just that one year with atlanta um well he he pitched one game and it didn't go well for him he he threw three and a third and gave up three earn um so you can't really i i don't really look at cole hamlin's based off of last year we've talked about him i i i said he was like my number two option behind james paxton if the giants were going to bring in a lefty he had a decent year two years ago, uh, 27 starts, 3.81 ERA. Um, uh, used to be a, a high strikeout guy, not as much anymore, but I think he still has put out stuff. It just really depends on how healthy he is, you know. Um, if – I'll try and keep this one short. Uh, do or don't, um, if you can go get Cole Hamels, I say you do. I, I, I like Cole Hamels, uh, possibly. And I think he could be a same kind of contract as a, as a Lester. I would say two years at about maybe 10, 11 per year. And, um, and, and for realistic for the giants, I think since now it's proven that we've heard about it, even though we were talking about it before he was even connected to him. Um, I think it's very realistic. Like on a, maybe we can do a realistic scale, like one to five. I'd put Lester at like a three. I think Cole Hamels is a high four. I would put Cole Hamels as a five, you know? I okay. Think, I think there's more, uh, you know, if I'm looking at them from a GM standpoint, I think there's more incentive, you know, for him to go out and perform because it just hasn't gone gone well for him the last few years you know he went went to Chicago you know he didn't excel there then yeah you you go to Atlanta gets hurt you know I I feel like he has more to prove at this point than a guy like Lester so 
yeah, if I'm if I'm the Giants and I'm kind of waiting until next year to make my big moves when it comes to pitching, I mean, I throw a, a, a one-year, you know, eight nine million dollar contract at him and see what happens and go from there. So yeah, I would say if I say a five for a realistic would you standpoint. would you overpay? Uh, a couple mil for one year for a pitcher service such as Cole Hamels if you're the Giants. Like, say, say you're, say, I say 10 to 11 a year. You're saying eight to nine. So, would you, would you give him 10 to 11 in your eyes for one year? I would because, again, if they don't contend this year and he does well, I mean, you're looking at a pretty experienced and valuable uh, arm that's that's been there, you know, in, in big postseason games that could potentially land you a couple of uh, prospects, you know, from a, from a contender. And, you know, that's kind of where the giants are at still right now, you know, trying to field more, more prospects when given the opportunity. So, so yeah, I, I think there's way more positives that can come from signing Hamels than, than not. Okay. Good stuff. So we both, we both are, uh, you know, possibly in on Cole Hamels. I, I like Cole Hamels a lot. Um, next guy, Jay Happ. Um, last pitch with the Yankees. Kind of had a falling out this last season, if I remember. Um, and it was weird because he had like a and, – and I may be wrong on this. So, if I'm wrong on this, tweet me at me or whatever and tell me I'm an idiot. But um, I believe okay. he, he, he had – he signed a two-year deal in 2018, pitched 2018 and 19. All right, 2019 and 20. And then um, he had like what was called a vesting option, I think, for this upcoming season. So he had to hit the requirements of, and I had it in front of me, and this is for a 162-game season. He had to throw 165 innings or start 27 games, which prorated down to 62 innings pitched or 10 games started with the Yankees in the shortened season. Now, here's the funny thing. He ended up pitching 49 and a third and nine starts so there was a little bit of a controversy there that maybe they held him back so they didn't have to pay him for the 2021 season which it would have been like 17 million so now they're sitting on dead money and um yeah brian cashman um (laughs) so so anyways yeah he's a free agent now um he's had a long career he always seems older to me then I th- I thought he was in his mid thirties. He's thirty eight. Dude is pushing forty now. Um, Been around a long time. He has, and he's had some injuries. Obviously, that one noted. Remember when he took the line drive off the head when he was with the Blue Jays? Yes. Yikes! And that was a scary one. Like that was a like, dude. I hope this dude pulls through. Um, but he's shown some good stuff. He was an all star. Is recent. I mean, he was only a one time all star, but he was an all star in twenty eighteen, which was not too long ago. Um, still has decent strikeout stuff. I'm looking at his numbers, but anyways, I'm I'm going long here. Um, I don't know. I I'm not really intrigued by Jay Hop coming to San Francisco. I I think he's. I feel like he's a guy that's going to require a, t- a multi-year deal, like a two-year deal, maybe, and and he's probably gonna. I think he's gonna get want to get paid more, like somewhere in the twelve to fourteen range, and I'm just not interested in it. Yeah, I'm not that much either. You know, like like last year, you know, he was topping out around 92. You know, and he's, you know, he's one he's one of those uh, 
sinker bowlers too. And I don't know, his strikeout stuff isn't quite what it used to be. So yeah. I, I like kind of like what we're talking about with, with Lester. I don't guys like that. Just, I don't think they're going to last much longer in this, in this league, you know, and he's not, he's not going to pick up a new pitch at this point. He's not going to pick up velocity, you know, he's, no. he's very seasoned and, I think he can still be in the league, but if I'm a team like the Giants, where you were, you're looking for like like a like a diamond in in the rough right here with these lefties who are out there on the table because you don't have any, and you're you're gonna need some some good innings out of said lefty, and I just at this point, no, yeah, he can he he can go to, you know the Dodgers or a team like that, you know, a, a surefire containing team. I was going to say, I see him It'd maybe be, going be, a, to a, be a four or five. I see him going to a contender. Yeah. Um, so I, I I'll say don't, I don't want him personally. And I would say uh, one to five realistic bringing him in. I'd say, even though he, I have seen some stuff where the giants are linked to him, so they could be looking at him. Um, I'll put him right there with a, with a Lester at a three, like a maybe. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'll go with a two. Okay. Um, next on our list. And again, this is in no order. I'm just going across what I have up here. Um, this is my number one one and that's James Paxton. Uh, Paxton's 32 years old, uh, struggled this last season with the Yankees. Um, but only through five, five games, saw some velocity drop, but this is a, this is a big guy that, um, has, has put out stuff, uh, the last three years, he's he's had over 11 strikeouts per nine innings, and uh, he made I think he was on he made like 12 and a half mil last year was his was his salary. Now I've read some stuff, and I said this a, a few episodes ago episodes ago, and I said that I really wanted Paxton that um, he may be interested in bring in taking on a one year deal because he's again he's only 32. He could pitch out of his ass this upcoming season and go get one more not huge contract, but a good contract, maybe a three, four year deal. And so um, I can see James Paxton maybe getting a, uh, a two year. I'd give him, I'd give him 30. I'd give James Paxton 15 million a year over two years. I really would. As long as he's healthy. Like I, 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 I would value him that much. Um, So I'm definitely a do on this for obvious reasons. And realistically, I wish I was given a high number. I'm saying a three again. I know I'm like three, 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 but um, I just haven't seen many ties like anywhere suggesting the Giants going and getting James Paxson. I hope I'm surprised and wake up to a tweet that like, hey, the Giants signed James Paxson. So, yeah, I don't know if I would give him quite the 15 million a year that that you're you're talking about. <clears throat> you, you know, just because the uh, injury thing. You know, he's got his got his forearm issue that, that he dealt with last year and you know I think the uh, Yankee the Yankees you know would would be the first team to be like okay we're willing to give you you know give you a, a new contract if they, if they felt like he was healthy but you've heard no inclination of of, of that up to this point because yeah. they could they could really use him if he if he was healthy yeah, yeah, that, that that team, you know that that's a World Series team right there. I think always all, looking for starting pitching. Though, I, th- I think yeah, we all agree. Yeah. But um, 
now if I, if I'm the Giants, I definitely take a take a look at him. I think he's realistically a, a three because a lot of teams are going to view him as a, a as a as a reclamation project this year, trying to refine his form and maybe get one last big contract after a good performance this year. Because like you said, he's 32, so he's he should if he's healthy have another three four years of you know elite stuff in, in him and as le- as lefties go they tend to hang around forever if they want to so i i could see the giants with you know with the demographics of, of the, the the park and all that i could see them being on the top of his list and not only being on the top of Far- farhan's list probably top three i would i would say i would probably go yeah like i said three 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 and a half okay you know? but yeah but you but you're a do do for sure if, <laughs> okay. if, if he's interested that that's the that, that's the issue okay all right so that's my guy that's the guy i want um next guy jose quintana now this is rob's guy let me just say this and i'm gonna let you take this one because this is your guy um the last two years of his deal with the Cubs, he made ten and a half each year. So not a ton of money, and he's only thirty-one years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you talk about Jose Quintana. Well, um, another guy, you know, he's been in the uh, this guy. He's been in Chicago his whole life, man. It's time for him to get out. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, pitched in the American League for five years, and he's spent or six years. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Before, before the trade and then then he got traded across town to the cubs and you know he was he didn't didn't blow any anybody away i don't think you know over there but he but he was solid he he was consistent and pitching pitching in some big games you know mm-hmm. i i always look for the, for that when when i'm when i'm looking at pitchers and i think like you said you know since he's 31 you know, he had that freak accident last year where he had thumb thrust surgery because he cut his thumb doing the dishes. Yeah. You know, that's some that's some Jeremy Affeld stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, so I I, I do kind of like the fact that he sh- should be relatively fresh right now. So, and man, that that's a need for the Giants right now. It, it truly is. I would I'd put him realistically up at a up at a five. And and definitely do because you know he, he's been in the National League. You know, there's no adjustment period. I I, I should have brought that up with Paxton too, you know, because he's never pitched in, in the National League. True. About what one of my one of my marks against him, but but with with Quintana, he's been yeah, relatively healthy his whole career. He's he's reliable, and if you're the Giants, you're not looking at, at him to be a frontline starter. Like you're looking at him to be a four i would say three or four some somewhere in there but just to just to stabilize the, the, the rotation a bit and who knows you know after basically having a, a year off you know he could have a bit of a uh renaissance here for him so and he's definitely in need so definitely do 
So Rob's a do and a five. So he thinks there's a really good chance the Giants could go after this guy. Um, about, about three or deal, too. I, I should throw them in there. I, I'd give him three for about 30. So 10 a year. Okay. Yeah. On average. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you said, he he's had six years with the White Sox, the last four with the Cubs. Um, the thing that sticks out to me the most about him is health. And, and yeah, just because obviously he had a weird accident this last year. It wasn't baseball related which to me sticks out actually, because it means, you know, he's durable when he's on the diamond on the mound. Um, so he's had, you know, 30 plus starts every year of his career until his last one. So that's important to me. That's like the plus I gave to John Lester. Um, he's had good numbers. Uh, you know, I would say average above average numbers through the years and he's only 31. So he's kind of in that James Paxton part of the career um, timeline. Um, not blow you away stuff, but, uh, I I would say if you know if 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 you can't get a guy like Paxton, the I, I would maybe and trust me like Cole Hamels is my number two guy, but I would say you know for the betterment of the Giants like Quintana may be uh, put in like as a second option for me behind Paxton. If you can't get Paxton, maybe go harder after Quintana because sure um, he's only thirty one. So. Right. I agree. I, I would say a three-year deal and somewhere in the 30 to $35 million range. Yeah. Somewhere to average 10 to 12 a year, somewhere in there. Um, so I would say do if they can. And I agree. I think there is a good chance. I'd say about a four and a half on, on a realistic scale of, of bringing in Jose Quintana. So, and they have been linked to him according to like Morosi and Rosenthal and Heyman and those yes. dweebs. Yes, <laughs> the the baseball Wojnarowski's. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you on that one. So, next guy we have uh, Carlos Rodon, um, younger, 28. Uh, see, I feel like he's been around a long time too, and he's he's he not really came up very early. True, he was 22 when he first started throwing um, in the majors with the White Sox. So, um, top he prospect. Had a, uh, he's had several one year deals with the white Sox, and it's kind of weird. Like he had, uh, or is he, is he just, he's not, he just got uh arbitration eligible or whatever, huh? Right. Um, and, and, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but did, did he, did he defect? I do not know that. Is he, is he one of those guys? I'm not sure. Um, that's a great question. I'm gonna look right now. Well, no, no, he, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, um, God damn, yeah, what? He, was, he was he was born in Miami. Um, so uh, I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about Carlos Rodon. I've heard I've heard about him through the years. You probably know more about him than I do. So I'll, I'll let you talk about him. But um, you know, he he taken just barely over four of the last couple of seasons. So uh, talk about Carlos Rodon. He's a big guy. He's like six three, two fifty. Like he. Uh... He's got he's got plus velocity, you know. He's he that that's always been it with him, you know. He's always had that that really high ceiling, and that's why you, you talk about all those one all those one year contracts and you know all those arbitration deals. You know they they've been waiting on him. Like he was a first round pick in 2014, and it just. You know, it sometimes it just doesn't work out, and 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 what what you, what you need is a is a change of scenery, and or just a new voice. I mean, outside of Chris Sale, who who's excelled in Chicago, 
pitching. Mark Burley Mark <laughs> before Burley, that, which yeah. was over a decade ago yeah. now. Bobby Jenks, like what the what, <laughs> what are we even talking about? Bobby Jenks. Yeah, like God, he was fat, dude. Yeah, he but, was. <laughs> big ginger. But, yeah, but no, um, you know, he wasn't really a, a name I was I was considering because he, he he's kind of fell fell through the cracks a bit because um. I don't know. You, you know, you you spent all, all all that all that time with with one team, and you you would think at some point they would they would they would have looked to a deal him and maybe potentially get something for him with because GM, GMs everything that I've 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 been reading they're all pretty high on him, and a lot, a lot of teams are are willing to take a look. And so for the Giants, I would I'd say realistically it would be about a four. You know, he's one of those reclamation projects that, you know, we, we keep talking about and that Farhan seems to keep taking on. So, yeah, I would say about a four. And, uh, man, you could probably get him one year, six, seven million at this point in, in, in his career. I completely agree. And like I said, I, I haven't seen Carlos Rodon pitch a ton. Um, I, I'm admitting that, like, here on our podcast. <laughs> but I'm looking at his numbers. Um they've they've declined every year realistically um Uh but again he's 28 you know maybe a new uh change of scenery would do well um i'm kind of mixed on a do and a don't so i'll say a a, a, not a whatever but a maybe i guess i but i i i'm along on board with you with the one through five on realistic i would say a four as well because I agree. I think he's he's at that age again, twenty eight, where he's probably looking for a one year deal to uh, you know reinvent showcase. Himself. Yeah, reinvent showcase, and, and again, I was thinking somewhere in the six to eight range too, um, per for for a year. So, I mean, if the Giants can sign this guy for seven, you know, seven mil for a year, and he stays healthy, which, um, you know, it looks like he he has shown some signs of maybe not staying too healthy. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I would say a four realistically and, and, and a maybe on the do and don't. This isn't a, this isn't a guy that you bring in and, and you tell him, you know, Hey, we want you to do this. We want you to be this. I mean, this could almost be a guy that you, you bring in and you might even throw, throw him in the bullpen, which I still have any lefties in the bullpen really. True. Yeah. So I, I mean, and he's still, and he's, he's still young enough to where, you know, you can experiment with them. So, like, I wouldn't even consider him a four or a five in the, in the rotation at this point. But with all the upside that, that he, he seems to have, you know, definitely a realistic, you know, op, you know opportunity for Farhan to, to, to bring him in and say, oh, why not? You know, you know, maybe we can figure it out. We need a lefty. He's a lefty. He's young. You know, we're, we're trying to get younger here. You know, why the hell not? Good points. Good points. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next guy. We have three left on this list. Um, next one is Alex Wood. And this one's, uh, you know, kind of, hmm. It, like, it makes, you, it makes you scratch your head and think because he's had some good years. Like, his 2017 year when he made the All-Star team, um, yeah. he was really good, really yeah. good with the Dodgers. Um, and he's had some above-average years. Now, the last – Two years, he's only, you know, started nine games. 
And um, I know it was a short season, but he had seven starts in 2019, two starts in 2020. Um, but Alex Wood has shown to be uh, somewhat of a successful middle of the rotation back end guy. Uh, he made four million, or he had a four million dollar deal this last year. Pro rated was like one point five uh, for the shortened season. So, again, thirty years old. Um, you know, looking for con- I, I, he's probably going to be looking for a couple years. I would assume. Um, I, I would say I, this is another four for me. Because I, I feel like nobody ever, even when he's on a team, nobody talks about Alex Wood, and he's kind of one of those underappreciated, above-average major league pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say he's a four, and I would say if if we have to reach in the bag and we come out with Alex Wood, I'm not, like, too upset about it because uh, I could see him inserted in and being, like, our three-starter, um, you know, behind uh, Cueto and Gosman. Because I think I think you would I think you would slot him ahead of of Logan Webb just on assurability, you know, like like you know what you're going to get from Alex Wood, and and so I could see him maybe getting a, a three year twenty four million dollar deal, you know, like eighty year. That's that's just my guess. So if you have to, I'd say do it. Yeah, I could see that. You know, he's he's got the experience. You know, he's got he's been consistent when, when healthy. You know, he's got he's got the shoulder issue right now. That's that's what kind of ran ran him out, out in in L.A. And I think the reason he always got overlooked there was because you know you, you had guys like Rich Hill and Kershaw and all these all these other lefties. Dodgers have always had just a ton of lefties, really good lefties, and he's always been one of them. So, I, I, and I mean, to a point where I think I think in in 18 and in 19, they were using him out of the bullpen, like consistently in the playoffs for like middle, middle yes. relief. So, so, and if he, if he is having shoulder issues and if that, if that continues again, that that's another guy I could see farm bringing in and saying, you know, Hey, we don't really have any real solid expectations for you, but again the giants need lefties you know and it's it's not just starters it's 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 in the pen too so you know he's he's got the experience at, at both i mean i'm i'm sure he would prefer to start obviously you know he's been like you said he's been an all-star and he's been very solid w- when healthy but yeah if if he's not and if that if that's going to be an, an an issue you know there there are other places other things the giants can do with them but yeah i'm i'm with you i think he's a he's a 7 to 8 million million a year guy i would say more around a around a two-year contract you know, okay. with him or or one one with with an option seeing how this year goes because coming off coming off a shoulder, shoulder injury at you know in in your 30s it's you know it's a it's a little dicey but you know he's again you know he's he's a need you know his services are, are are needed. We need lefties, so I would say, yeah, realistically, it's it's about a four for me. I would, I think, I think you could get better options. So I personally probably wouldn't do it. I think okay. there are better options out there, but yeah, I mean, it's it's on the table with him. Okay, next we have forty-year-old Rich Hill. And now, Chris Collinsworth. Now, here's a guy. 
and, and here's Rich Hill to me. Now, here's a guy, when he's healthy, he's not bad. Um, his numbers, like, the last six, seven years are really good. Like, his ERA is good. He's got great strikeout stuff still. He just can't stay healthy. And his, like, last pretty full season was in – 2000 I'll, I'll go this 2017 season with the Dodgers he had a 3-3-2 ERA 25 starts um uh, through 135 innings um like Rich Hill has good stuff but and here's the thing he had eight starts with the twins this last season um with a 303 ERA like Rich Hill so Rich Hill still has good stuff and so here's the thing like if we, if the Giants were in a different situation where if they were contenders now and they needed a left-handed starter, you know, Rich Hill would probably be towards the top of my list. Like, he would probably be, like, second guy on this list. But because of where the Giants are as an organization right now, I feel like he just doesn't fit exactly what they need. Um, and I feel, you know, he, he only got paid three mil last year. Like, mm-hmm. he, he could come in cheap. So, like, I would say um, realistic one through five, maybe he's a three. Um, and I don't know. I'm a don't on this. Although, um, again, if, if circumstances were different, um, I, I probably value him much more if we were actually contending this season. And I think Rich Hill does go to a contender and, it's probably going to be for one year and again, maybe like a three mil if, and, and if he can start 15 games for a contender, then that's a huge plus. Yeah. It, it's a don't for me too. And it's basically for the same reasons. The thing with him is it's been his longevity. You know, he's, he's more of an opener now. Like yeah. you, you, you talked about his, his ERA, his ERA, but his, his innings pitched has it's been low. down now for, for about five years. You know, when he was dominating, you know, he had that really low, low ERA a few years ago with, with the Dodgers. I mean, like halfway through the season, he was like in the twos. And yeah, but he he was getting pulled after five every time. Then last year with the Twins, there were games he was going like three, three, four innings, no runs, no nothing, out. And so I think – when you, when your stuff is that good, you're going to hang around in, in the league. You're a lefty, you know, if your stuff is that, that electric when, when you're in there and that reliable, then you're going to find work. But if I'm the giants now, it's, that's not, that's not for them. I think at, at this point, you know, they're looking to get younger. And like you said, they're a, a contender could definitely use him a team like, like I see him going back to like Oakland, maybe, you know, some, somebody like that, but yeah, I'm, I'd say like a two realistically. It's just, I don't, I just don't see it. And, but that's not to say that he, I I wouldn't like him at, at some point, maybe hell, maybe, maybe the Giants kick ass this year and they need a lefty at the deadline and they call whoever picks him up and they, they swing a deal for him. But now but you know what i mean it doesn't really matter to us but i would think tampa bay a team like tampa bay the way they play like he would be perfect there 
You know, and, and you make me think about this now. He could be very much someone that is, you know, not on a team come March, April. And yeah. kind of like you just said, and um, maybe June, July, uh, some injuries happen or, or a team that's trying to get into the playoffs needs a, a guy who knows what he's doing and Rich Hill's healthy in the middle of the year. And he goes and signs with a contender for the you know rest of the season and rides off into the sunset. <laughs> so um, I could see that happening with Rich Hill as well. Yeah. So whoever signs him, you know, they're not going to ask him to break barriers or anything. No. No. You know, he's they're just going to shot in the arm. Yep. Um, okay. So I actually enjoyed talking about Rich Hill more than I thought I would. <laughs> um, well, so he's interesting. He is. He is. He's kind of a wild card. Uh, last one is Tyler Anderson. And so the Giants non-tendered him last month, um, which means they didn't agree to bring him back at a certain price, which it, it wouldn't have been much anyways. But I think they're going in a different direction. But right from the get-go, we started hearing that this could be a candidate that does get brought back anyways on a different deal. Um, he had some up and downs this last season with the Giants, obviously, but highlighted by that complete game uh, that he had against the Diamondbacks. And so Tyler Anderson's kind of a – again, he's an up-and-down guy. He's got kind of a funky wind-up. Um, I mean, I, I liked him at times. I didn't like him at times. He's kind of a whatever to me. On a, on a scale of one to five, like realistic – I hate to say this. I think he's a five. I, I just, from what I keep reading everywhere, like I really think Tyler Anderson could come back, but would it be as a starter? Maybe he could be that lefty we could use out of the bullpen, which I wouldn't argue against that. Um, and, and so I, as a starter, I'm a don't, but as a guy that, Hey, maybe you can get a spot in the bullpen, a do, if that makes sense. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> so, um, I guess no one's, I think no he's here. I think no matter where he goes, he's going to get a one year deal. And I think it's going to be very similar to what it was last year with San Francisco, like a one, seven, five, two, no more than two a year, no more than two for the year. Um, so that's my thoughts on Tyler Anderson. All right. Um, yeah. Tyler Anderson to me, he's, he's, he's a swing man. You know, he's a long relief guy. You know, he's just ex- exactly what they signed him to do last year. You know, but he was forced into duty early. And that's funny how baseball it happens that way. But, yeah, I think his experience in the National League West is what makes him a big – you know, he's, he's never left. You know, he's – True. You know, so he's got the experience. You know, he knows all the parks. He knows, knows the dimensions. And, you know, you think stuff – like that doesn't really matter, but it does, you know, to, to, to GMs, especially a guy like uh, like Farhan, you know, him and Scott Harris, you know, the analytical nerds. So, yeah, guys, a guy like him, you know, he brings a little extra value that you don't necessarily see on paper, right? And so, yeah, I, I being a lefty, you know, it brings him, it brings him right right into the fold. You know, he's gonna be he's going to be needed you know if if he is on the team so i i can see definitely see him bringing him back personally i think they can get better options so i'm gonna go with no don't i guess but yeah i'm i'm I'm, I'm with you i i can certainly uh foresee it happening and 
and I, if it does, I, I won't be mad, you know, for, for the reasons I, I laid out, you know, the, the positives, you know, there are positives, but I just, I'd go in a different direction personally, if I could, like, I would take a guy like Carlos Rodon <laughs> over him just because, you know, there's still a lot more room for, for growth with a guy like him, but at least, at least you kind of, at least you kind of know what you're getting with, with, with Anderson and, you know, he did, he did come off as a, a gamer last year. So yeah, there's, I won't be totally upset if they bring him back, but I would prefer something else. I'm with you. Um, yeah. Good stuff. That was fun. Uh, I'm really excited for the next couple of weeks because hopefully not even just the Giants, we can get some major league news going where teams are signing dudes and maybe there's a, another couple trades or something. Things start um, to spill over a little bit. Baseball needs it right now. It's like, you know, it's mid-January and, it's we're kind of dead and in normal year you know pitchers and catchers are reporting within a couple weeks so three three weeks yeah so um hopefully stuff gets going uh just want to give a shout out to all our listeners out there we really appreciate it we've had some uh some cool guys on uh giants chatter again make sure you're joining that on facebook giants chatter we've had some guys saying they're enjoying our recent stuff podcast wise we appreciate it um, so shout out to you guys. And um, if you're enjoying it, go on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, um, bump up those uh, reviews for us, say something nice if you'd like. We really appreciate support. Um, yeah, and so until next time, uh, for Say Hey Doug and Say Hey Rob, go Giants. Go Giants. When the Giants come to town, it's For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.